Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. On Wall Street, the Dow is green again, but just up 18 points. WTOP at 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. President Biden visited flood-ravaged parts of Kentucky today. Here's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. For miles, the president flew over eastern Kentucky towns still overrun by the floods. From the helicopter, you see automobiles, everything from buses to automobiles to homes, you know, it, it, literally in the middle of the water. On the ground, he saw the remnants of a school bus carried by floodwaters until it crashed into a building. Mr. Biden pledged continuing federal assistance. Governor Andy Bashir says it could take years for some people to recover from the devastation. He also confirmed today 38 people have died in these floods. States out west are having a hard time finding enough firefighters. As fires burn in many states, including here in California, many fire agencies don't have enough people to put on the front lines. So much so that here in the Golden State, lawmakers have tried to pass legislation to hire more people. Officials with the state's fire agency, CAL FIRE, say they have less personnel now than they did in the 1970s. Much of this may have to do with pay. Some entry-level firefighters make just $15 an hour. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The biggest fire right now has grown to more than 60,000 acres in Northern California. It's still just 40% contained. Two of the three white men who killed Ahmad Arbery in Georgia in 2020 got hit with another life sentence for federal hate crimes. Wanda Cooper Jones says her son's finally getting justice. I'm very proud to say that we finally got justice for Ahmad on a federal level. I am pleased that they would do their time in the state penitentiary, and that's what I had to scream the whole time. William Roddy Bryant is said to be sentenced soon. Gabby Petito's family has filed a $50 million lawsuit against police in Moab, Utah, accusing them of negligence that resulted in her death last year. Jim McConkie represents the family. Gabby's parents are bringing this lawsuit to honor Gabby's legacy by working to save the lives of victims of domestic violence throughout the United States and the world. Historian and TV host David McCullough has died. His daughter says David McCullough died yesterday at his home in Hingham, Massachusetts. He was 89. McCullough was an award-winning biographer of American presidents and a chronicler of America's history. He narrated documentaries by the filmmaker Ken Burns and was a one-time host of the PBS series American Experience. Vicki Barker, CBS News. U.S. regulators have cleared Boeing to resume deliveries of its 787 Dreamliner. The aircraft has been grounded since spring of 2021 over safety concerns. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 303 on WTOP on this Monday, August 8th, 2022. Some clouds in the sky and it's hot and humid. 92 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Hillary Howard. Now to our top story, which is campaign 2022. Votes from the recent primary election will be counted once again in Frederick County, Maryland. 
The problem is the number of ballots did not add up. The Frederick County Board of Elections says it's decertifying the results of the primary and will start rescanning all mail-in and provisional ballots starting Wednesday. The board was getting ready to do the recount on a county council seat race that was separated by only three votes. In a statement, they say they realized there was a discrepancy between the total number of votes that were certified and the number of accepted mail-in provisional ballots. The board believes it was human error, so we'll do it again. The process is expected to take two days. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Well, after three weeks of scanning ballots, the votes have all been counted in the Democratic primary for Montgomery County Executive, but the race is still too close to call. Incumbent Mark Elrich leads challenger David Blair by just 42 votes. Elrich released a victory statement on Saturday, but by Sunday morning, Blair announced he would seek a full recount. In Frederick County, as we mentioned, the Maryland Board of Elections is decertifying votes for one of the county council seats. And in other news, Montgomery County public schools are still looking to fill classroom jobs from full-time teachers to substitutes. Last month, Montgomery County had more than 390 teaching jobs open. Today, that's 157. And Superintendent Monifa McKnight says... We're committed to having a qualified adult. Um, in every classroom with our students or a substitute teacher if we cannot fill the position on day one. Now, typically, the cap for middle and high school classrooms is 32. And McKnight said the school system is committed to sticking to that cap even if there's a shortage of teachers at the start of the year. There are also 50 bus driver jobs open. 34 of those, however, are in the approval process that compares to a shortage of more than 100 at the same time last year. In Rockville, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Fairfax County will begin charging for the use of its electric vehicle charging stations. Fairfax Now reports the County Board of Supervisors has approved a retail fee plan that will charge 30 cents per kilowatt hour. EV drivers will also be charged $2 an hour if the vehicle is parked at the charging station longer than 10 minutes after reaching a full charge. That's to discourage people from using those spaces when they aren't charging. It's capped at $25 a, a session. The county currently has 20 EV chargers for 40 spaces at six locations and expects to have 49 charging stations countywide by the end of the year. In other news, DNA analysis is having a dramatic impact on cold cases and helping police departments answer decades-old questions. But it can be expensive. So modern tech is merging with modern fundraising. Nearly 30 years ago, a body was discovered near a tree in Centerville. And even today, police know very little about her. We believe she's about 27 to 34. Major Ed O'Carroll with Fairfax County Police says they don't believe where she was found was the actual murder scene either. But we do think that they were there for maybe one to as many as six years. We know we are going to be able to generate DNA to search against these databases. And that comes with a cost. Andy Singer, the chief commercial officer at Othram, which is handling the case, is crowdfunding this and other cases around the country, turning to the public because... It gives them a chance to be a part of the solution. John Dome in WTOP News. Up ahead after traffic and weather. Streamers on National Guard unit flags in Maryland and Virginia may be pulled. I'm Luke Luker. It's 307. That's the third time you put an offer on a house you wanted and the third time you lost to a cash buyer. Cash buyers win in this market. Of course, you could go through the time and hassle of selling your home and then looking for a temporary place to live or... 
you could simply go to Orchard.com. Orchard's Move First program turns you into a preferred cash buyer without needing to sell your home first. See how easy it is. Visit Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. Coach Bruce Poudreau here. I may spend my winters up north, but I spend a lot of my summers here, and I'm melting just like you are. That's why I love Thompson Creek windows. They help seal cool air in and keep the sizzling summer heat out. Forget about those supply chain delays that other window dealers are seeing. Start saving immediately with Thompson Creek's sizzling summer sale. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, Always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.